What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am really excited to talk, to give you this interview. Uh, I'm here with Shannon Parola. Shannon is a career nanny, sleep consultant, and family manager in the Silicon Valley. She's been doing this for 15 years, over 15 years, and now she is a world-renowned, I'm calling it, I'm saying you're world-renowned <laughs> parenting coach, and she is here. I w- I'm so excited to talk to everybody, to have everybody hear your story, because this is a very cool story. So thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you, Megan, for having me. I'm glad to be here and get some time away to talk to a grown adult. Uh, <laughs> you know, COVID, you're only stuck with my husband and my daughter, and I love them both, but it's nice to talk to other people who are, you know, grown ups like I do all the rest of my calls with other parents. It's nice. I'm like, oh, I get to connect. Social media can only get you so far. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, physically, we're adults. Mentally, it's, it's hit or miss, you know? It's- yeah. <laughs> That is true. Parenting does weird things to your, to your brain. Sleep <laughs> deprivation can make you a little wonky. Just a smidge. It's, but it's fine. It's fine. Yes. It's all natural. It's That's all natural. Right. <laughs> so let's start nanny. We start at nanny, right? Yes. Okay. So let's start, let's start there and talk about the transition into like powerhouse consultant coach superstar. So I, my mom growing up, uh, she had cancer. So I was always taking care of my brothers and I've kind of always been that helper. And then I come from a big family. So it started babysitting cousins and then it was, you know, neighbors down the street. And then, you know, as soon as my, you know, I could drive, it was like, I had my weekends booked out. Cause I, I also wanted to make money <laughs> because at that point I'm a kid. I'm thinking, Ooh, I'm making bank. Let's do this. Um, Little did I know, I just really enjoyed it. I liked hanging out with the kids. I liked uh, having those interactions because a lot of the kids I was watching were kids that I knew their brother or sister. So we had grown up together or I knew them in a personal level. Um, It wasn't like I was out doing random kids that I didn't know at that point. Once I hit college, um, I was going to get my, uh, my goal was to get my doctorate in physical therapy. And I wanted to work in pediatrics. I knew I wanted to work with kids. Um, But San Jose State was going through, this was time of the budgets where everything was tight, classes were getting canceled. So I had weird openings and pockets. Like my schedule was just ridiculous. Nobody would hire me because 
honestly, when you're on a college schedule, it changes every, what, four, you know, four months. And then you got a whole new set of, you know, rules to live by. Nobody wanted hiring. So I was like, okay, uh, I'll work for nanny. Oh, you know, go back to doing what I'm good at, be a nanny. And I started with a few families and kind of snowballed from there. You know, um, I, my big step was I started working with police officers in my area uh, who needed night. They were working nights or, you know, were sleeping during the day. They need someone to pick up the kid. And it just worked with my schedule. Um, and once you're trusted within the first responder family, you, you get, you know, everybody was, oh, okay, I'll use you. So I started getting booked that way. Um, Bonafide. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, in 2013, I got really, really sick. Uh, we found out I had celiac disease. I ended up in ICU for 30 days, found out which families had my back and which families did not have my back, you know, just life lessons in general. Um, but I kind of ultimately made that decision. Okay. I can't, continue with school. I need to get better. Um, I can't really work a regular nine to five job and be in the office. All the families still really enjoyed having me, were flexible with me saying, calling and going, just today's not a good day. I'm not feeling really well. It's not safe for me to drive or, you know, I am just not having a good day. And they would understand um, not a lot of jobs have that flexibility. Um, I was still living at home, so I wasn't really worried about that financial aspect of, you know, of, you know having a roof over my head, thank God. Um, so it, I was just really focused on getting better and kind of the kids became my therapy. It was nice to go out and have that interaction and play with them. Um, and I kind of made that decision from that point on in 2013. Okay, um, my nannying is my career. Like I love, I love childcare. I love doing this. So then it was, okay, what trainings can I do? How many trainings can I rack up? Like that, that's my mentality. What can I learn? What can I add to my roster? Um, I'm a firm believer that nannies should have a bag like Mary Poppins. You should be able to pull out different play methods, parenting styles, sleep techniques, like you shouldn't just have one method. It, you should pull out everything. Um, and so I did every parenting class technique, every discipline, every sleep consulting, um, you know, program you could go through. I did it. Um, newborn care specialist, night nursing. I, I took it all. I did it all. Uh, Self-defense, gun safety. <laughs> I mean, like Damn. anything. And here's the thing. A lot of the parents were willing to pay for it because I was bettering myself. So it was right. like, you know, parents were requesting it. If they're going to pay for it, sure. What? Why not? Um, so in a span of 2013 to 2019, I just racked up all the certifications and learning I could do. And uh, during this kind of period, we, I, you know, I married my husband. We've been together 15 years. Um, we found, you know, I, we weren't expecting to get pregnant. We were told that that wasn't a possibility. So to find out we were pregnant with my daughter, Marvel, was just like, oh, okay, pivot. <laughs> Okay, pivot. I, I, I thought I was just going to be the nanny forever and just take care. That was how I was going to get my kid fixed. And I was perfectly okay with that. I had made peace. Um, but now I get to have my own, which is even better. Um, so to at that point, I had a very large, large catalog of parents who needed me, who were consulting with me on a basis of emailing me, Shannon, what do I do to fix this? Um, can you watch the kids? It wasn't just nannying anymore. It was coaching and consulting. Um, and I got pregnant 
And once again, life moment, you learn who a lot of people are. Uh, some people took at it as it was extremely inconvenient for them that I was pregnant. Sorry. <laughs> um, other people were so excited and thrilled for us. And we're just like, Shannon, you can come back with the baby. And like that thought in my head hadn't even like, for me, hadn't even pop I hadn't even got to that part. Cause I was still processing the fact that, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm sicker than a dog, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> um, Cause I had extreme morning sickness on top of that. Um, so I had to have a lot of families who were flexible to that aspect and have kids who were okay with their nanny being, you know, okay one minute and the next minute in the sink, uh, <laughs> you know, not having a good day, as we would say. <laughs> uh, lots of, I remember, oh, my sweet little boys, they, uh, they're uh, five and six. And uh, I remember getting sick one day and thankfully their mom was pregnant at the same time. So they, this was a common occurrence in their house. And I remember one of them as I'm leaning over the sink is patting the back of my leg going, it's okay, Miss Shannon. It's okay. I'll get you some water and you'll feel better. And I just going, oh my God, I bless your little hearts. I love you. <laughs> you know, you're taking care of me too. Um, so we, I, went with the plan of going on maternity leave a month before my daughter arrived. And it, I had the plan of, okay, this is September. My daughter's born in October. Don't contact me until January. Like leave me be, let me, let me enjoy my first few months with my daughter. Come back in January and we'll, we'll talk. Thank God I made that plan. It didn't make promises because I had a very rough birth with her and ended up breaking my tailbone tailbone. So, um, it took a lot longer for me to get back up to speed, let alone just the transition to motherhood and being a mom and having a newborn. Mm -hmm. um, that alone is a whole, you know, experience in itself. Um, so once I started to get better, I think I started, we made, started making plans about Feb February, March with some families that I had worked with before to bring Marvel in and then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And we were, okay. So, all right, we're in the Bay Area. We didn't just get sort of like, oh, you should stay inside. It was, no, you're staying inside. Everything shut down. Don't bother going out. Mm -hmm. um, and parents panicked. I mean, just full-blown panic. Um, within 48 hours, I had emails coming out of places I didn't know I had emails coming out of or places I could have emails coming out. Um, people were calling me, texting me, numbers I didn't know. Um, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, you know, so that started the consulting business. It was like, okay, well, I'm not going back to work nannying because that was, my husband was like, absolutely not. Right. Like you're not, like you're not going out. You're not taking my baby out. Like, and that was the other discussion. I'm like, okay, well, um, I could still go out and work. And then the realization to him of, well, no, wait, I have to work too. Who's going to take <laughs> care of the baby? Like this, this is, this is not going to work. Um, so we you have know, this whole new like, variable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, just like every parent in, you know, with COVID, just the realization of figuring out childcare, what the hell are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Every situation is unique and different. No family is the same. Um, and that's why I say it just comes down to knowing all your different options and what's available. Mm -hmm. Because in certain areas, certain options aren't available or they're different. Um, and it's, it's been a wild ride. 
like this year has been just a wild ride from January to, you know, we're in the beginning of November right now. Uh, it, 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 I started off this year like, okay, we're going to go back to work. And I started a whole business in the span of this year. <laughs> like, okay, uh, there we go. Right. Step two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording about where we wanted to go with this. And I love that. I mean, the, you are the quintessential necessity is the mother of invention, right? Like, okay, I can't do nannying right now because I'm going to be around children and all like, and my own daughter and yeah, no infections, no infections. So, yeah. but you know, we still have to pay the exorbitant San Francisco rent. So how the fuck are we going to do that? <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I... Thankfully, and I'm blessed and I, you know, we're very grateful. We're happy. We're healthy. My husband's job, he easily transitioned to home. Um, so we have that aspect, but you know, yeah, either way, you still have to hustle to pay for a child who goes quickly from formula to solid foods in a human dumpster. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you still get a diaper them and, and the clothes grow out of them really fast. You know, that's the one thing I always tell parents, you know, they're like, oh, what should you anticipate? The finance. Like, I know it's not mm. talked about enough, but that's the number one thing most parents argue about that first year is, you know, they weren't expecting these X, Y costs. And mm. then the biggest one is when I have a one-on-one -on -one is, well, I wasn't expecting it to cost that much in <laughs> childcare. Like nobody realizes it because everyone waits to the minute they need it to look at it when they should have been looking at it six months ago or, you know, a couple of months ago. And yes, certain situations arise like, like with the COVID certain families who didn't have a nanny before were in the daycare needed a nanny immediately, especially our nurses. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of our first responders, those people who were dependent, who had a solid daycare system or a family system too. a lot of people who were depending on grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, when we got shut off, a lot of our, you know, we cut off those people for a few months. Those families are now starting to hook up to do pods and whatnot. Um, but a lot of people were going, holy fuck, what do we do? Right, right. And that's and, where you came in. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I love what I do, but it's also sad at some points because like, like mm -hmm. we were talking before, it you get to have some of these conversations with parents who have the sobering realization that either a, they can't afford the child care at all, mm -hmm. which is just a shocking realization of, okay, like, okay, what do I do now? Right. What, what, what other resources can I look at? Um, or they can't afford the child care that they want. Like they'll be like, Oh, I want a nanny and I want it at this price. And I just look at them and I go, I'm not trying to laugh, but that's not going to happen. That's, you know, daycare rate or inherent home care rate. That's not, you're not, this is what the area rate is going for right now. And, you know, a lot of them need 40 hours a week, which then you've got to do the taxes and right. payroll and make sure everything's done correctly, have a contract set up, have holidays, vacation, benefits. These are all things nannies are looking for. Um, and 
frankly, nannies kind of have the upper hand in this situation. Mm. You know, there's a huge demand for nannies and not enough really awesome. There are a lot of awesome qualified nannies out there, but they're getting to choose which family has the best situation for them. They're going to get, they're going to get that nanny. Um, and you have to be fast. That's what I'm telling a lot of parents right now. Like situations are changing on the day and nannies are posting and within 24 hours, they've got another job lined up. Wow. Wow. Fantastic for them. I mean, just, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, but if you're not as a parent, that's, it can be discouraging because it's like, well, I don't have time to sit on Facebook all day and (laughs) read all the posts. Like I've got a kid to take care of. And I understand that aspect. And so then, then you have to look at, okay, well, is it worth now paying for an agency, which that is a whole nother conversation. Do you want to just pay somebody to deal with the whole aspect of finding you a nanny, which, which is great, but it's not cheap. Um, you know, there's a lot of being, I tell a lot of nannies who are becoming moms, it's, you eat a lot of humble pie that first year. Mm. You, you have a lot of sobering realizations of, holy crap, my mom boss was right. (laughs) 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 Yeah. She didn't mean it that, you know, I took it one way, but really she meant it in this way. I I just was not seeing in all the perspectives. So I just, I eat. Every situation is different in I ate a lot of humble pie, a lot of humble pie that first year. (laughs) Let's talk about when you decided that, okay, um, I'm seeing enough of a need to become a consultant in this industry. Um, What kind of plan did you start forming? Like, what what was your plan of attack for like, okay, I'm going to really, I'm going to go hard at this and give it a shot. Uh, my husband yelling at me no. <laughs> in the nicest way Fair possible. Enough. And I, it's, it's one of the, I am one of those people that go gung ho. I will keep helping, 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 helping to the detriment of myself. I am just one of the, that is the kind of person I am. And so, um, the reason why me and my husband's relationship works out so well is he's my person who will be the grown up in the relationship and go, stop go lay down or stop. You need to get off the, I'm a, I'm a workaholic. I love when I finally get work time, I love to work, but I don't get to that time very much because I'm usually taking care of our daughter 95% of the time. So that 5%, I go hard working. <laughs> um, but he basically, you know, it was a lot of answering emails and taking calls and not charging you know, and, and being that person that everybody was bouncing off and starting to get more and more clients. And those, that's great until it's affecting your household. And, you know, at what point do you need to make a game plan to make this work? And that's how, that's where it was like, okay, something has to change. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to start you i already had a base with our blog uh for my husband's funko collection and i was already kind of writing about childcare on our blog and parenting um so i used that as a platform for <coughs> excuse me got a tickle in my throat and that was not pleasant uh <laughs> uh so I already had a base with my husband, you know, my husband and our and a family website. So I basically just added the coaching package onto that. So I already kind of had a platform. 
I started telling clients, okay, book through here. I had certain hours and okay, this is the package. And I had, I've always had, you know, free 30 minute consults. You want to come and pick my brain. Cause that's a lot of parents just needed reassurance. I'm going the right direction or, or I have this question, but if I ask it on the mom board, I'm considered, you know, like they get eaten alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of just trying to organize. How do I get you know, how do I interact with people without being completely bombarded? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically how it was. I was just, from the time I left on maternity leave, it, my email was just piling and piling, piling up. And that's how people were getting a hold of me because I wasn't answering the phone. Like I've, <laughs> I made a hard like decision with myself. I am not answering the phone unless it's a happy text message, like checking in with me and asking how the baby's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not answering any of your childcare questions. Um, But then in January, I really didn't have an excuse. It was like, okay, well, I've got to do something. Okay, March. Okay, now I really, really got to do something because now (laughs) it's getting out of control. And by April, it was like, okay, websites up, boom, let's start cycling through these. Um, you know, the clients who I've been working with a long time, they usually just needed directions of, okay, what's safe? What it was a lot of COVID questions. Mm -hmm. You know, what's, what's a safe option? What do you think a lot of them, a lot of parents were having to add nanny COVID clauses onto their contract, uh, which is something a lot of people weren't thinking about. Um, you know, how, what happens if one of us gets COVID, do we have to pay for her time off? You know, all of these Mm -hmm. questions start rising that haven't, ever been discussed or Mm -hmm. thought about. And there was a lot of nannies who got completely caught off guard because they didn't have contracts. They didn't have anything. And here's the other thing. You, if you don't have a contract, your employer can tell you today, goodbye. Right. Right. You know, like if you don't have anything written out, there's no job security. There's no, okay, we're paying you out, you know, There's nothing. And that was also a new factor going into COVID. A lot of these families wanted to put in termina- you know, immediate termination. You know, if the, if the situation changed, if the kids got to go back to school, um, I had one uh, nanny who left her long-term family for a, another client who was going to pay more. And 60 days later, turned around and said, we're going to move to Idaho because the kids can go to, or we're going to our vacation home in Idaho so that we can get the kids to go to school full time and we can work at home. We won't need your services anymore. And by that time, her old family had moved on and found a new nanny. They didn't want her anymore. So now she's back on the job market trying to find something, you know, jumping the gun because a lot of people are like, oh, the situation's going to stay, you know, nannies are in Idaho. <laughs> I I have no idea, but no it just it, Idahoans. But like, who goes there for vacation? But it makes sense. I mean, if you're escape, yeah, yeah. If you if you are if you have kids who are in school and that's an option for you, I mean, yeah. that financially, think about it. You're not paying for an nanny at all anymore. The kid, it's we're back to regular, you know, scheduled programming. Except I've got to go pick up the kids now. and deal with them from after school you know a lot of families were willing to take that if it meant some sense of normalcy again um but the reality is not everyone has that luxury um and 
I just find it kind of sad because there's a lot of families who, yes, this, this whole COVID situation is working out great for them. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying everything is sunshine and roses. The education system alone, our poor teachers are just overworked and yeah. parents are, it, like I said, it still takes somebody to sit there with the kid in front of the computer and not every parent working has that ability. Not that, not every family can afford a nanny to come in and <laughs> sit there with their kid or have grandma and grandpa come over. I just, like I say, every, every family is so different. There's no winners. There's no, no winners in any of it. No, no. But the goal is, is that you just want to find something that works for your family. Mm -hmm. And if anybody shames you or gives you shit for it, just turn around and tell them to blow off because here's the thing. We're all just trying to survive, right? We're all just trying to survive this. Yes. I hope, I hope everything kind of semi goes back to normal. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder, I have regular Q&A episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your Business. So again, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you. But we have to adjust properly. And right now, what it takes is what makes each family work. Mm -hmm. what, what works for your family may work differently for my family, works differently from the neighbor down the hall who has a baby the same age. Everybody's, everybody's going to make it work somehow differently within their family unit or their pod, as everybody's calling it right now. You know, who are you letting in your family? Mm -hmm. If you said, you know, five, five, six months ago, it was just me, my husband and my daughter. Now we've expanded it out a little bit, you know, and, and that only took time. Um, but we're all still super cautious and everybody that's, I think the biggest thing that parents are having a hard time with is trusting another human being to, you know, hold up to these, you know, standards, they aren't out partying, you know, they are saying that, you know, anybody can sit here in front of you and say, I'm wearing a mask and I'm doing everything. And then they turn around and then they're on Instagram 15 minutes later doing the complete opposite. Right. Right. So they're having a hard time trusting. And now you have a lot of parents who are doing nanny shares, which means, you know, now you're not only just trusting a nanny, you're trusting a nanny and another family. Oh my God. So or tentacles. and Exactly. Yeah. So, but I see a lot of families who are doing um, where it's like cousins or the neighborhood kids, they've already been playing together for the last, you know, few months anyway. Um, so they, they've now kind of just made it. Okay. Well, you guys are all to school together anyway, cause you're in the same district and on the same, you know, why is Mo make it easy and hire one person to watch all of y'all? Mm -hmm. Well, we adults get some work done. Um, it's just, you know, but once again, not, not, that's not available for everybody. Right. Well, going back to the business aspect of this. So what I find so interesting is that you have this built-in customer base um, of just <laughs> stressed people, both nannies and parents. Um, but yeah. when you were thinking about, okay, I'm going to dedicate a lot of time towards doing this. Um, 
what did you think about when it came to like new customer acquisition and marketing and things like that? Like I see you on Instagram a lot. So I, I know that like, that's one of your pillars, but what was kind of, what is your thought process behind like the marketing of your services? So I tended to just go where I had already had word of mouth. So like my local mom's boards, um, I didn't realize this as a nanny, but moms talk, they talk a lot. Um, so then you go on the mom's board as a mom and realize, oh, I was talked a lot positively as a nanny, like every, like I was being recommended among moms and they couldn't get, you know, like I, you know, a lot of them were saying, oh, she's not taking clients or anything like that right now. But it was nice to see that I had a rapport with other, you know, so I started there, started in the nanny group saying, you know, like, Hey, look, COVID sucks. Uh, but this is what I'm doing. Do you, do you need help? Um, and just started, you know, that aspect with just different boards. Uh, I started doing a lot more on Instagram. Um, our Instagram was basically, basically toys up until our daughter arrived. And then it became our daughter and my, our daughter and parenting. And so now it's toys, parenting, and my daughter. But it was more commenting on social media posts and interacting with other nannies and just talk, you know, building other friendships, doing lives with other nannies, uh, talking to other parents who may have different, you know, aspects to this whole thing, um, seeing the different situations that were happening for different families. Uh, and then also uh, finding out that different in different, like I said earlier, different places, certain things didn't apply. Like, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that in New York, it's similar to San, it's, you know, to San Francisco. Um, but, you know, in Kansas, they have these options, you know, they have overnight daycare and all these kind of things. I'm like, they don't have that here. You know, nannies be like, oh yeah, yeah, they have that. I'm like, no, 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 that's not even an option here. But now that's good to know information, you know, um, you know, that if I get a client in a, you know, I now have to have a location bar and, you know, when you book with me because, okay, I want to make sure that I'm looking into your area that I know, you know, the rate that nannies are going and daycares going and, um, you know, that, oh, they do have overnight care or this, this type of care is available. Um, and keeping up with the, you know, every state has different laws on what's going on due to COVID. So it's, mm -hmm. It's finding out, you know, certain certain counties don't have daycare open unless you're a first, you know, uh, essential worker still, or they're not, they're only taking certain clients. Mm -hmm. um, and then in certain counties, it's you know everything's back to normal. So it just it depends. Everybody wants something different, and mm -hmm. I it was just adjusting to that and finding all the different situations. That's what's made me more remarkable. Is just okay, now I was San Jose and Silicon Valley and now, okay, branching out. Okay, now California. Okay, now I'm looking at, you know, nannies across the United States. And now I've done, you know, I've done lives with uh, Nanny Shars and she is over in the UK. So it's just, you know, going internationally and learning, you know, how things are different, how things are similar, because um, it's not just like the US is dealing with COVID. Everyone's dealing with COVID. Interesting. And I, I love that. I love, again, like you had this built-in customer base, but I love that you're still like, I'm going out and I'm engaging and I am learning and I am finding, and I am still going to grow. I mean, I feel like that's so critical, especially in, 
once again, like what's in my head is like, once again, you have to deal with such stressed out people. And so I think that you selling peace of mind is, I mean, I know a lot of people do that, but the, the niche that you're in of just like, it's okay, we'll figure it out. I think that that can, that has to be such a relief to your clients. It is a relief. It's a relief to also to me. Like it's once again, I'm back to helping them. Um, you know, I've worked so many different clients. I've worked with the high end clients who have two or three nannies rotating through, through the batch. I've worked the family where they are literally working their butts off to afford me and to be able to put food on the table because this is what they want for their kids. Um, and you know, I appreciate every single walk of life. Um, because at the end of the day, those one, either the kids, kids always appreciate me, which is, I, I love that aspect of it. Um, at the end of the day, they always know that I care about them and that at, most, I, I know a few of them probably hate me for some of the things I've made them do. Um, whether it was eating their broccoli or, you know, making them wear pants outside. Uh, <laughs> but they care. Uh, but a good 95% of my, you know, parents have respect and appreciated what I've given them, whether that was peace of mind, knowing that their kids were taken care of while they, they were at work, um, or the parents who couldn't make the baseball game, but knew that I was there and rooting for the kids or the school activities. Um, cause I had a lot of, um, police officer families where they, you know, they couldn't make the kids school function and they felt bad. Shannon, can we pay? I'm like, no, you're not even going to pay me. I'm going, I'm going to the ice cream social. Let's do this. Um, because one that's a gif of Jason Momoa opening up the, the camping chair, you know? Well, and that's the fun part was I would start with, you know, it, I would go to the kids function and then, okay, now their whole class knows who I am, mm. which was always, oh, I, oh, that's our nanny Shanny. Um, <laughs> oh. And then my, my, love my family, Shanny, Shanny, super Shanny, no, Shanny, nanny, the super nanny. Oh my. <laughs> there you go. Wow. It's been a while since I've said that probably a whole year. That was a mouthful. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> But they, you know, they appreciate what I've done. We've made memories. Um, you know, I've had families that have been with a decade and I've watched their kids grow. Now they see me with a kid. It's like the circle of life, right. you know, like I love it, um, you know, and, and then there have been some families where, you know, I've lost contact with them, but there are situations I find myself with either my daughter or in just life, like I'll be going around somewhere and I'll be reminded of them and I'll think, Oh, I hope they're okay. I hope life is good for them. I hope, you know, and for me, uh, uh, there was a good chunk of my time spent with special needs families. Mm. So I think a lot about those kids now, like I hope that they've achieved the next milestone. I hope that they're doing well in school. Um, now as a mom, I, I, the feels get me a little bit more on those, on those kind of subjects. Yeah, I can imagine, especially in this line where you have such a connection with your clients, whether it's consulting or just nannying, I mean, you're, you're such a critical part of their daily life. 
You are, but also as a nanny, you have to kind of step back and realize that they aren't yours, you know, because mm -hmm. we sometimes we get so wrapped up in, and especially with families we've been for a long time, um, or, you know, the kids are growing. We started with them when they're babies. Now it's a whole new ball game as, you know, an elementary school or a teenager even. Um, we feel like every, all their decisions are weighted on us and we have to step back and go, okay, um, this is not on me. Because at the end of the day, I have to walk away. I'm not with them. Um, I'm not with them 24-7, seven days a week for them to do that. Um, or, you know, uh, a lot of it before I had Marvel was, okay, I'm not going to do that as a parent. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of that, but also then once I had Marvel of, oh, that's what they were talking about. That's what they did, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it now. So that's why like, there's a, a big thing right now about uh, the phrase that moms use to nannies, you know, oh, oh, you'll understand when you have kids of your own. And yes, mm -hmm. sometimes it can be used as a defensive mechanism, but now as a mom, I realize it was just that's just not going to work right now. That's just, I love you, but that's not going to work right now. And that's the nicest way I can say this right now. <laughs> because I became that, you know, I was that nanny who, you know, the mom would call and I'd be like, uh, what do you need? You know, I'm not on, not on call. Oh, the baby will not go to sleep. I'm losing my mind. I'm like, she, like she'd be in tears. And of course, uh, okay, I'm getting in the car. I'll be right over. Don't worry get over there. I'd have the baby, not 10 minutes, baby be asleep. I put her down and, you know, and this is once again, don't have a child of my own. I, you know, kind of go, Oh, you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. It's okay. Like it's, you, this is what you're supposed to do. You can do it. And then I, I became that mom. I became that I became that mom going, I have 15 years of training. I am trained in how many sleep consulting ways and training ways and my own child will not follow any of them. Um, and then once again, but then as a mom, I was like, okay, researching new people, learning people, bringing in new knowledge. And now I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, now I have a new view on this. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a different view on how this works. Um, because it, now seeing both sides of the coin, yeah, you, that seems like a right idea as a nanny, but there are other ways. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's been a learning experience and that's what I've kind of enjoyed the most is uh, I'm always a learner, I guess. That's my thing. <laughs> It's not a bad thing to be. No. <laughs> Where do you see it going for 2021? Like, what's your plan? Um, just helping more parents. I think as the, you know, a lot of parents, especially in our area, are waiting to see what the school districts decide in January. Mm -hmm. uh, they're trying to wait out this holiday season to see if it spikes again, if they're, you know, um, some districts have started to do hybrid where some of the kids are in, some of them out. Um, time's only going to tell. Um, I can only, you know, I help parents as they come. I think I got a huge influx because of COVID. Um, I think things are just going to kind of be at a steady right now where nannies are going to kind of be at a limited quantity. Mm -hmm. um, and parents are just going to need some tough love and realization of realistic expectations of, hey, this is what the child care landscape see, you know, looks like. Right. Um, I'm really honestly hoping at some point we just have a discussion that 
the child care system and the education system are really, really messed up and they need a rehaul. They need a massive overhaul. Mm -hmm. um, our kids are our future. We always say that we're, I mean, that's what we've, we always say, oh, our kids are our future. Uh, put your money where your mouth is. Mm -hmm. uh, the first five, the, you know, your first years of education, you know, for, at preschool, um, we've lost a lot of daycares that were teaching a lot of these kids who parents who couldn't afford a formal pre-K program or preschool, you know, the daycares were supplementing it. Um, childcare, like I say, if childcare is costing us rent, there's something wrong with that. Right. Right. Like, you're basically telling moms that you can either stay at home or you can work to have somebody else take care of your kid. And the sad part is a lot of moms are having to make that decision. Okay, well, it's either my career or my kids. What, like, I'm sorry, but that is the shittiest decision to have to make as a mom. Because you don't win either way. No, no. You, either way, you go to bed at night with it eating away at you. Right. Right. Because you're just trying your best. And especially in areas where I, like I live, it's not like it's, it, you know, it's back in the eighties where it, one person's, you know, wages could right. to, to do a whole house. Yeah. It takes two to tango and, and to, to even afford rent, let alone mortgage and put a down payment on a house and everything else. Right. Um, I just, I really hope at some point we just have a discussion of like, okay, we need to overhaul the childcare system, whether that's a national registry of nannies of who is a legit nanny and who is not, you know, that have been, you know, fingerprinted, background checked, have a system like that, um, that we support our daycare systems, our first five programs, um, that employers also acknowledge, especially if we're going to be going remote, that kids are going to be in our house. Mm -hmm. they, they have to be flexible with this work time. Um, we were talking about this earlier. We flip flop, me and my husband, uh, we take turns. He gets a solid work hour. I get, or, you know, solid block of hours. I get a solid block of hours. He gets a solid block of hours. And after the baby goes to bed, you know, then we're back at working. Um, it's, you know, unfortunately now with COVID, there is no work home separation. Um, we just have to, we have to make it work and what works for our family. Well, and I guess going along those lines, figuring out what's working for your family or what isn't, when do you recommend people start coming to you? What do you, what do you love for them to be like prepared with? So if you're coming to me, you want to at least know what you, what you are looking for. What is a general kind of idea? Are you looking part-time, full-time? Um, are you open to daycares? What's your budget? Is That is the most important thing, is have that discussion with your partner. Okay, what can we afford? What's on the high end? What's on the low end? What are hard, you know, what are non-negotiables? What do we not want for our kid? What do we want for our kid? Um, because that's going to help you kind of figure out first off what those options are going to cost and if you're going to be able to afford them. And that's really your hard reality is a lot of these parents are realizing that the budget that they have either barely covers the option. And it's going to be harder for them to, you know, they're on the low end of the pay scale for a nanny. And I said, okay, it's going to be a little bit, you, you're not going to get somebody with 10 plus years experience. You're going to end up with someone with a little bit less experience. If you're okay with that, then there you go. Your problem solved that. But at the end of the day, that's up to you. 
Um, just like I said, knowing what you want, come early. I understand that situations arise and that like, oh, our whole entire situation has changed. This is, you know, our nanny left or, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But the earlier you come, especially if you are a new mom and you know you're going to have to go back to work, don't wait until the month till. Don't wait until the, get yourself at least 90 to 60 days out. Start looking and get contract signed because here's the other thing. There's a lot of nannies who are signing contracts and then not showing up the first day. And you don't want to be that mom who is, oh, first day back to work and my nanny didn't even show up and now I'm back at square one. Um, I cannot imagine. I've ha- this has happened to moms and that's unfortunately what's happened. Um, and you know, this was COVID when they do the interview, everything seems kosher and then it comes day to show up and no show. Oh um, so that's why I tell parents do the trial days where you're not, you know, you're working from home still, um, you know, and for, luckily most parents are working from home. So a lot of them are not exiting the building. Um, but for those parents who are exiting the building, I always say do a trial day or two at home, whether you're run, whether it's running errands in and out of the house or just being at the house, do, you know, cleaning up the house and doing stuff so that at least you're there. Um, and you can acknowledge that that person is going to show up and start building that trust. Cause that's, I mean, that's how we would do things regularly. If COVID wasn't is always do a trial. Um, I know some families aren't comfortable with that, but at the end of the day, if you're going to let them in your house to have them permanently there every day, you might as well just do a trial and, and get to know these people and, uh, you know, see if it works out. You always want to be with a person who you feel comfortable with. You're leaving them with your baby. That was a stark realization a couple of weeks after having Marvel. And I like called one of my mom bosses. I texted her, I go, you gave me your most prized possession. <laughs> How did you do this? Why did you, why? And she goes, he's a little snot right now. And I said, <laughs> like, I, I know, I know he's a teenage snot, but you get, you let me watch him. You trusted me. You let me drive him around. Like, how did you do that? She goes, you walked in, you were organized. You knew what you were doing. You were prepared. And then she goes, I just knew in my mom gut, which is a big thing. I tell moms, follow your mom gut. It will not steer you wrong. Um, she goes, I just knew I had to give you, you know, I had to give you a chance. And she goes, it was the best decision. She goes, as she was sitting there with my daughter 10 years later after, after hiring me. Um, so yeah, go early, know what you want. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of parents who feel like, oh, this is a stupid question. And I'm like, it's not, it's not a stupid question. Everybody has that question and it doesn't even have to be about childcare. It could be about my kids not sleeping. My kids not eating, you know, um, a nanny, being a nanny, I've kind of been around all these situations. I, once again, I've been trained in a lot of things people forget. Mm -hmm. Um, I may be a new parent. (laughs) I may be on the new on the parenting side, but childcare is my thing. I, I do know, you know, I've been around the block and I do have a few tips and tricks and, um, if you have a question, don't be afraid to ask. I, I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of parents get shamed for just even the stupidest questions. And a, a great example is, you know, sleep training is so controversial right now. Like that's a big thing right now. And instead of shaming, why don't we just have a civil conversation and let the parent decide what works for what's best for their kid? Like 
this doesn't have to be a decision of what's right or wrong. It's, it's what works for them. The spectrum. It, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And I think that, that also works in business too, right? Like there's no right, wrong. There's like, what works for you? Well, and here's the thing. We always talk about this because we, you know, I, I've got my foot in every bucket, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> you're never going to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be somebody who's going to freaking hate it. There's always going to be the troll that decides to come knock on the, the gate of the yard here. I don't want the trolls in my yard. Uh, you know, people need to realize you can continue to scroll on. You don't have to comment. You don't have to follow them anymore. You don't have to announce that, oh, you've lost my fault. Like, just move on. Like, why expend so much energy into hating if it doesn't work? Like the people that help you. Uh, you know, I'm a firm believer. If if your Instagram, if your social media is making you unhappy, you're following the wrong people. Like, start unfollowing people. Uh, follow people who make you happy, who inspire you, mm-hmm. who teach you something. Um, you know, like my husband laughs because we've got a shared Instagram. He goes, it's a lot of toddler stuff right now. And, you know, like... Uh, my, my daughter gets very upset transitioning anything, any change. She is Mm. full blown, like screaming exorcist style. Um, and he, I said, he goes, but I'm enjoying it because I'm learning something, you know, um, Mm. you gotta, life's too short to be unhappy people. It's 2020. Mm -hmm. We've had enough unhappiness. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. And (laughs) We'll save that for another drink at another time. Oh, <laughs> for sure. When people do have questions, where do you suggest they come to you? You can go to my website. Well, I should say our website because my husband will get upset because he has he has some rights to it too because um, <laughs> his face is on there too. Uh, but it is www.viparolaz.com. And that's the VIP Parolas. Um, we are the Parola family. And my last, my maiden name is Zimmerman. So of course my husband had to add the Z at the end. So we are the very important Parolas, as he likes to say. <laughs> Fantastic portmanteau. And right? I can use the word portmanteau. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, you can book through there or you can of course go to our Instagram, which is uh, the VIP Parolas. Fantastic. And Anything else you want to let people know before we go? Uh, I'm offering 30 minute free consultations. So all you have to do is go on my website and book. And if you tell them that you listen to this podcast and mention Megan, I will extend that out for another 20 minutes for you. So you can pick my brain a little bit longer. Okay. That is so generous of you. Oh my God. Thank you for that. No. No problem. No, we got to help the parents out. The parents are already struggling enough um, and we're stressed and we're burnt out and it like, yeah. Yeah. If, if I can give you any consultation to just and validation that you're doing the right thing and tell and give you a pat on the back and keep going, keep doing you then yes, please, please, please book. I will be your, I will be your, uh, what is it? The uh, promo person. You're a DJ Cali. <laughs> <laughs> You're so much more hip than I am, Shannon. <laughs> I probably butchered that that whole analogy, but it's all good. I try and be hip. I try to be the cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. 
before you go, just want to make sure you are a part of my members library. My members library is my collection of workbooks, guides, checklists, tons of resources for entrepreneurs like you, and it's totally free. If you want, head to meganbrame.com slash join the library and you can sign up and get instant access. I promise you, you're going to find something valuable in there that's going to make your business get to the next level. So head to meganbrame.com slash join the library. You can sign up for instant access.